0: Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts.
1: for another week i i did a little treat for myself today in my household i spent a big part of the day throwing together a nice homemade pan pizza uh homemade dough lots of nice ingredients and you ever do that thing where you you put together a nice meal for yourself and you you bake it in a cast iron pan in a 500 degree oven And then you take it out of the oven, it looks amazing, and you decide to move it across your stove and you grab the handle of the cast iron pan with your bare hand and move it across the stove and then realize that the handle of the cast iron pan is also 500 degrees. And so you get a nice big blister on your palm. That's what my day has been all about. Uh, Also unrelated, I think pine nuts are overrated. We're going to talk to some good friends of mine today, three of them to be exact, because there will always be three and never not be three. It is the law uh let's start right along let's get to my first friend uh please welcome to the show my good friend mrs general electric welcome mrs electric
2: hello stefan
1: how are you sound perfect as always how are you doing mrs electric
2: oh you know i'm a, <laughs> it's a little oh, dusty no. in here
1: oh well, tell me where you're where are you coming from
2: I am. I'm coming from a bedside table.
1: Right, and and so for the listeners, um, you are of course a uh, a clock radio.
2: Yes, yes. I do. I do radio. I do uh, alarms. Uh, AM, FM radio.
1: Oh, both both types of radio.
2: Both types of radio. Yes.
1: So, what what bedside table are you currently on?
2: Uh, well, uh, my uh, Who's, I guess. Yes, it's a very nice man, elderly gentleman. You know he's, uh, he's 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 a nice guy. He's got a big family. Oh, but uh, you know he doesn't pay much attention to me anymore.
1: Mm, hence the dust, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, it sounds brutal. Yeah. And is is it because the the gentleman doesn't clean very often, or you're in a dusty environment? No, no. it's
2: his 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 daughter bought him one of those cellular phones.
1: Oh.
2: And so now he uses that for his alarm clock. He uses it for his radio. For his, he li- mm. he listens to music on the Spotify. She taught oh. him how to do all that.
1: Wow. So you've been made, I guess, kind of obsolete.
2: Oh, Stefan, don't don't remind me.
1: I'm I'm sorry. Tell me, how long have you been with this particular gentleman? How long have you been on this? Podcast? Well, I was
2: I was born in 1965. This particular gentleman bought me. Uh, think it must have I must have been 10 years old by the time he, he came around so
1: 1975 that's 25 years to 2000 plus twenty so you're 45 years old yeah or 45 years with in this position yeah that's right right and, I'm at and 55
2: I, years old no wait <laughs> what did I say you said I was 45 years old
1: are you not 45 75 to 2000 is 25 years and then 2000 to 2020 is 20 years which would be forty-five years old, right?
2: But I was born in sixty-five.
1: Oh, right. I, I I was incorrect. I did mean to say you've been in this position for forty-five years.
2: Yes, that's right. I've been with. I'm it. I'm, I'm glad
1: there. we. And do you do you consider this a job or is this just your life? Is this where you live?
2: It's a career, Stefan.
1: It's a career. It's
2: okay. not a job. A job is something you do from nine to five. A career is something you do for the for your whole life.
1: It's your passion. It's I your
2: guess. it's your it's your purpose.
1: Right, and that's that's something I've always liked about you, Mrs. General Electric, is that you you're passionate about what you what you do.
2: I am, and I wish you know I wish I could be more appreciated.
1: Well, why don't before we we get into what it's like now? Yeah. um Before before this gentleman got his cellular telephone, why don't you tell me about what the what the, what were the good old days like?
2: Oh, Stefan, yeah, I can remember them like they were yesterday. I I had such importance i held such importance in this man's life Mm. every morning 7 a.m on the dot this man he needed me without me he was lost Mm. he needed me there to sound the alarm to wake him up he would tap me on my head for a quick snooze
1: a little snooze of course yeah
2: and we we just had a a symbiotic relationship really Mm. And, uh, and
1: was he was he using a uh was he waking up to the radio or to the uh, an alarm noise?
2: It depended on the day. If it was a weekday, oh. it was an alarm clock noise. Okay. And if it was a weekend, he liked to mm. listen to to early morning radio.
1: <laughs> early what is what's what's early morning radio?
2: <laughs> it's, it's a special kind of radio. Right. that only happens early in the morning. Oh
1: okay, And is it chill or is it upbeat? What are we <laughs> It's
2: uh well, on the weekends, it's a little bit more upbeat. Okay. Uh, you know, it's uh, they all have their coffee. They're all jacked up on their coffee and, you know, just sh- shooting the shit, if, uh, forgive my French.
1: Oh, as you can say whatever you want on this podcast. All right. So now he has the cellular telephone. Does he at least look over at you to see the time
2: sometimes? I mean, listen, to be honest with you, I've been at, 12, I've been set to 12 o'clock for the longest time because he doesn't need to. He has his phone to tell him what time it is.
1: Oh, so you're just flashing 12. I'm just
2: flashing. Just oh, sitting that you can barely see my flash, though, with all this dust in front of me.
1: Oh, it sounds really thick, that dust.
2: Oh, it's, it's been... It's like he never... He, I mean, the guy is not the cleanest guy in the on the block, but he's. Right. Uh, you know, he gives everything else a little wipe down once in a while, but no, not me.
1: So so he wipes everything else down on his bedside table, but ignores you.
2: you know, he doesn't even go near the bedside table stuff.
1: Oh, okay, he doesn't even dust the bedside table. He feels table.
2: like it doesn't need it. He feels like... It, 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 you can live with a with a dirty dirty bedside table.
1: Ah. Oh, wow, what a pick. Yeah. What else is uh you have any friends on the bedside table? Well, listen.
2: No, I mean, yeah, there's a lamp. Mm-hmm. The lamp still gets used quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I would
2: imagine. She's uh she's she kind of rubs it in sometimes. She's oh, f- no. Flashing a bright LED le- oh, new age l- light bulb on me oh my goodness now stefan my my true love was my was my husband
1: well yeah you are mrs general electric
2: yes so and
1: and you said was what happened
2: oh mr general electric he was a he was a cordless phone
1: oh my goodness
2: he was uh he was a younger man
1: he wow cordless (laughs) wow
2: yeah and uh you know we were really in love he was really a great guy and and Mm. and he also just as soon as the cellular phone came in they they didn't even want him as as a decoration which is basically what i am wow so they took him they took him out they took him out to the eco depot
1: oh my goodness and i i mean as a phone i guess he he can communicate over distances Has has he called you Perhaps sometimes the cellular phone is beside you and he can call the cellular phone.
2: I won't go near that piece of junk. Oh
1: wow. what is what is the cellular phone like? Have you spoken to it?
2: You know he, he and I are' we're, we're from a different different era, different mm. just we're just too different. I don't even want to go near him.
1: The barriers to communication. He's, he's
2: ruined my life. He's he's killed he's essentially killed my husband.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: And and he's just, uh, and he's also so, he's so portable. I never know where he is. He's sometimes he's in the bathroom. Sometimes he's on the on the floor. He's just.
1: Oh my goodness, he's on the floor.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, this I mean, this the the man who takes care of the man who lives in this house. He he just not. He's pretty careless. And sometimes he goes around. He's like, where's I where did I put the phone? Where did I put my phone? Where did I put my phone? And I you know I try to tell him, but he. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's too dusty. You can't it's too dusty to even anymore.
2: can even tell him.
1: Oh my goodness! It sounds it sounds like a shadow existence. Now, uh, since we've met uh, oh, many years ago, yeah. I I've always known you to be a a woman with a plan. You know, when we when we see each other, I'm like, come on, let's have one more one more glass of wine, and you say, right. no, I have to get up at six thirty a.m. tomorrow. Wake up, wake up the man. Yeah, what's what's your plan now? Listen,
2: I have a little bit of a hunch, Stefan. Ah, okay. And I know I can tell you this because we go way back. We go way back. I feel like this phone, this cellular phone situation is going to come to an end soon. Mm. I feel like everyone is getting fed up with the spying and the lying and the listening in on everything and the advertisements that get directed Mm. to certain people because they like certain things. I think people are going to get fed up with that and they're going to say, you know what? We need to go back to simpler times.
1: Yeah, just uh, phones or cellular phones are a flash in the pan, if you will.
2: Flash in the pan. Very well put, Stefan. Very oh, well put.
1: Thank you. Thank
2: yeah. You. I think I think that eventually the yeah they'll 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 uh, the the facade the the shiny new quality to them will wear off, and it'll mm. and they'll see what what uh, what really has substance and and meaning in this world.
1: And that and that thing is uh, clock, clock radios. radios. Yes. And uh, what else? What uh, what else has a phone? I guess the cordless telephone, the, cordless the corded telephone. telephone, the corded the tel- rotary tel- the rotary
2: telephone. Tel- oh my god! The fax machine. The fax machine, the the photocopier, the scanner. Even even I feel like the dustbuster's gone by the wayside.
1: Yeah, the dust. What what happened to the dustbuster? <laughs> what has it been replaced by?
2: Well, now they have these these electronic, you know, robot vacuum cleaners
1: ah the Roomba
2: Roomba yeah
1: the Roomba I you know I think back fondly when we used to I used to meet you for for drinks at the bar and it'd be it'd be you Mrs. General Electric it would be uh Mr. Xerox the scanner Mm -hmm. we'd have uh Mr. Paper Shredder Mm -hmm. uh just all those good good people. people good people real salt of the earth yeah just yeah, you can you can have a drink with those with that crew, and you know no one's getting distracted by a little phone on their table.
2: Grounded individuals,
1: literally and figuratively. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, I miss those. I miss those people.
2: You and me both, Stefanik. I mean, if if, th- if things don't change soon, I could go by the way of uh, of of my husband. May he rest oh, in peace. I
1: I don't think that I mean I still I have a cellular telephone and I still have a clock radio. You do. I I do. It's it's what's right your name? Me right now? It's um you know I've never asked.
2: I wonder if it's a, if it's Sanyo.
1: So, uh, let me let me take a quick look. It is uh oh it's a it's a, a Mr. Radio Shack.
2: Ah oh, yeah I'm, I know him well. Tell him I say hello.
1: Oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's blinking. He says hello as well. What,
2: what time is he blinking at?
1: He's blinking at 7.53, which is the, uh, oh, the current Oh,
2: so, so okay, well then, you're treating him well. I like that.
1: Yeah, like his little, the two dots are blinking, not the entire time.
2: Right, right, right. Which,
1: uh, which signifies that they are, he is indeed alive. And someone who has actually lasted longer than uh, where he came from.
2: What, what do you mean?
1: Well, R.I.P. Radio Shack is what I'm trying to right, say.
2: Right, right. Radio yeah. Shack. I, I had a lot of friends who lived there. It's, uh, it's very tragic.
1: Oh, such a such a sad life you've led.
2: You know, you know. It's in the, uh, this uh, this age, you you get used to the hardships, Stefan.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, you've been around long enough. You've seen it all. Nothing can surprise you anymore.
2: Nothing can surprise me, and I and I tell I'm telling you, I, I see greener greener days ahead
1: oh what are you what are you looking forward to other than the demise of cellular telephones and and the internet and bots and
2: well spying. you know I'm not gonna say it. i'm i mean i'm I shouldn't say it because it's a I think it's supposed to be uh on the down low as the young ones say today oh. but uh one of his granddaughters mm-hmm. came by the other day and she was going on and on about uh i think she called it vintage oh all these things are vintage oh grandpa this is vintage it's, right so cool it's vintage you get a, you could get a lot of money for this vintage vintage this vintage that mm. and i thought to myself you know uh i think i'm uh, i think i'm vintage
1: you're you're vintage yeah you could find a new life restored as a somebody's mid-century modern showpiece
2: exactly
1: oh well it's not all doom and gloom i guess you that that award-winning positive outlook really comes through when i talk to you
2: yeah well you know we can't uh can't all be it all be shit buckets all day you know
1: <laughs> yeah definitely can't be shit buckets all day that is that is for sure excuse everybody's french
2: yes yeah,
1: uh mrs general electric so good to talk to you, uh, you do, i hope you fun. can hope you can stick around i'm sure some of our other guests have uh, clock radios that they are still using or, or checking for the I'd time. Love, I'd
2: love to hear about them, really. You know,
1: sometimes my clock radio, I'll uh, when I'm kind of flailing around on my side table in the morning, I'll I'll hit the switch <gasps> and the radio will turn on as loud as it can go.
2: Oh my goodness! And I just can't figure out how to turn it off mr radio shack what a little minx he is he's a uh, he is a minx
1: he likes to play these little pranks on me uh don't know what station it is it's just like loud radio static it (laughs) seems like the am and the fm are the same the same thing like nothing happens when i when i change them a glitch but you know i've i've had uh, i've had mr radio shack since i was oh 12 years old so that's uh coming up or actually it's going past 20 years now so oh, wow. I've him having for uh, 25 more just like you
2: Oh my goodness he's vintage
1: <laughs> Yeah he's, he's got a little vintage right in him he looks uh design wise I'd say he's the he looks like the back of an early 2000s iMac that you'd see in a school library somewhere
2: oh kind of like
1: a translucent green
2: See now that's a quality quality man right there
1: Well he's no General Electric that's for sure classic oh. American brand
2: Oh, thank you, Stefano. You flatter me.
1: Oh well, how could I do anything but? You're such a wonderful uh, personality, uh, and efficient. And you do your job. You do it well. You're passionate about your career. You know what? Fuck that grandfather who doesn't take care of me. Yeah. That's what I say. Is he? What happened? Is he married? What's his? What's his deal?
2: Oh, his wife. She's deceased.
1: Well, good. If your husband has to die, then
2: yeah, let's all be alone
1: let's exactly and there's that classic Roseby disposition of yours again yeah. let's all be alone this is general electric so good to talk to you you too stefan let's uh let's move on to my next guest um he hard to pin down mostly because he's disappearing all the time but please welcome to the show my good friend horatio kane welcome horatio hello hi stefan how are you doing this evening i'm doing
0: well how about you
1: Oh okay, well, I'll just talk to my good friend, uh, Mrs. General Electric, and now now it's your turn, your turn to be cross-examined by the prosecution, and I am the prosecution.
0: Whoa, I thought this was a friendly, uh, friendly invite. Yeah, like in a,
1: like a friendly court, like uh, f- you know, friend court. Friend court. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah this is like friend court. It's, a, it's like a, a daytime TV show with no drama, and uh, everyone likes each other.
0: Well Pretty then, I'm, I'm happy to be here, Stefan. Thank you. You are a magician. That's true. Yes, uh, correct. Quite a good one, if I may say so myself. <laughs> the prosecution ring. <rests. laughs>
1: tell us, uh, tell us about your act. What are what can we expect to see when we see the great Horatio Kane?
0: Well, uh, you know, maybe uh, it would help you to kind of to know where I came from. That way, you would kind of understand where my why my act sort of is the way it is. Once we get into it, give me that um, origin story. Well, you know, I I started out as a bit of a a street magician oh okay a david blaine something yeah you know what i was heavily influenced by him um when i was a kid but yeah i started out uh you know working the streets working the corners and uh you
1: know as a magician you were working the streets and working the corners
0: well uh so after that um you know, I, I I really would regale people passersby with with the magic that I could do. With. I was really good at making things disappear. So you know, I was really good at like making wallets, purses, mm. uh, bags—you name it—I could make anything disappear.
1: Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what street magicians do. do. Even though it's confirmed that you were in Sorry. fact a magician. When oh you... no,
0: I was definitely a magician. I was a street magician. Okay. I would make okay. things disappear, and then I would make them reappear at my house. Oh, a classic trick. People were really into it. I mean, mm. they got all sorts of excited about that. When right, they found out yeah. their belongings had disappeared, you should you should have seen their faces. They loved it. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, what kind of reactions did they have?
0: Uh, I mean, they were exuberant. Mm. They would wave their fists, mm. wave their arms, uh, I mean just thinking about it makes me want to go back to street magic.
1: Uh what kind of like vocal uh utterances would they do?
0: Uh you know, I couldn't really hear. I was I was usually uh pretty far away by then.
1: Mm, okay. You know, all it's right. important to put happens?
0: distance between you and your audience.
1: Right. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that the audience should be kept at a at a maximum distance at all
0: times. That's right. As soon as the trick is is beginning, make sure you've You've put enough distance between, so they can't catch you. I mean, uh, figure out your trick.
1: <clears throat> they would want to catch you. Why? To congratulate you on the on the trick?
0: I'm sure that's it. But you know, I'm a very uh, I'm very humble. I don't need that kind of thing.
1: All right. So this is uh, this is an origin story. So what uh, what happened next?
0: Well, um, you know, after that, I kind of wanted to take my career into a different sort of spot. Mm. Um, I really wanted to you know what's something that hasn't been done in magic what you know what could people remember me as a magician by you know later yeah. in my career
1: yeah well up until about a month ago i would have said tying yourself to a bunch of helium balloons and floating into space but
0: now i can't say that anymore no no that's been done that's no been you done. know it's been done that's why um for my for my next trick i really i, I wanted to branch out into sort of the classic and I wanted to reinvent the classic magic trick, like the wow. classic card trick. Okay, and and so what is yeah. that?
2: Vintage. Like?
0: Vintage. That's right. Yeah. So you know, card tricks um, and cards, and so I went and became you know the best player uh, of Magic: The Gathering.
1: Ah, okay. So when you say you're a magician, do you mean that you play Magic: The Gathering as a
0: as a professional? I'm a magician, Stefan. I, I do card tricks, I do street magic, okay, and uh, and I am very good at them.
1: Okay, well, let's continue the origin story. So you decided you were going to start playing Magic the Gathering, and I assume you did.
0: I did, yes. Uh, yes, it, it was a wonderful period of time. I got to meet a lot of great people. Um, hmm. I mean, have you have you played?
1: I uh, I believe that in my youth, I would follow people around who had Magic: The Gathering cards and kind of pester them to uh, give me some uh, because I did not have any and I thought the pictures were cool. And then oh. when I when finally people did take pity on me, I uh, I tried to play and the game was incomprehensible.
0: <laughs> so, it, it can be confusing, but that's part of its magic. A pun no is
1: it well uh, it's the name of the game i, I guess, thought it was but... a fun yeah mrs general electric supports me thank you no problem you know
0: who Who are your favorite magicians stefan
1: well the aforementioned david blaine david blaine sure uh obviously big fan of uh the mind freak chris chris angel okay uh we're talking you know actually uh penn and teller the uh as a comedian They're great. this is a uh, 100% true story. The first time I ever told a joke on stage was at the Penn & Teller show in Las Vegas. Did they wow. call, pull you up or something? I was uh, it was part of a trick where you read from a book of jokes. And then what happened? And while you're reading the joke from the book of jokes, they, uh, they unfurl a banner behind you and the banner contains the punchline to so the joke you are reading which as a magic trick i thought was an amazing thing and as a comedian i was like why are they stealing my punchline
0: <laughs> that is that is really great i mean those are some really good magicians I and mean, a lot of them have influenced me and like i said david blaine is a big influence mm. um, and that's why now my act is really sort of it's all about pushing the limits of you know the human spirit
1: right well you're kind of known i mean much like david blaine you're kind of known as the the think the bad boy of magic the gathering
0: that's right i am uh, very much uh, i mean i've earned that nickname um oh how, how just, would it... well you know i would make cards disappear um valuable cards and uh, people weren't always that pleased about it but you know mm. magic is magic and sometimes your audience isn't into it <laughs>
1: Right, I guess uh, by the time those cards disappeared, you were probably pretty far away from the... I was very
0: far away. I was, I was probably at home.
1: Uh, yeah, so the card would reappear at, at home. Uh, but to be honest, I've, I've seen some magic, and, and that doesn't sound quite like a big finale. So what, what happens once the card appears at your house?
0: Uh, the, the trick is over. You know what? You're probably right. That's something I could work on. Is a is a big finale, and that's that's something I'm working on for my current trick. Oh, what's Um, what's that? Yeah. Well, you know how I said that I'm I'm really into sort of pushing the limits of the human spirit, feats of of endurance, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. You know, Um, classic magic. Classic magic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Seeing how
1: long you can hold your breath underwater, or suspending yourself in a glass cube above a river. That is, when I think magic, that is exactly what I think of. That is magic. That's right.
0: And uh, and so you know, for my latest trick, I'm uh, I've managed to live in Reno, Nevada, for uh, eighteen months. That's that's the trick. That's I mean, yeah, I mean it's really boring out here.
1: <laughs> so you've you've endured the lifestyle of Reno, Nevada, Little Vegas, if you will. You could like
0: call to- it a test of will. That's what I call it.
1: Okay, I mean, I've 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 been in that neck of the woods before and I can see how it would be. But so t- what is what are you enduring? Tell me about what your what your day-to-day is
0: like. Like Oh, uh, it's soul-crushing boredom. Just there's nothing to do. I mean, Reno is just not Las Vegas. So you you wake up and then what? I wake up. I uh, What time do you wake bit. up? Oh, good question. Uh, I'm a late uh riser so probably like 11.
2: do you use an and alarm clock
0: you, yeah how do you wake up i, I wake up
1: with the sun at 11 that's right so the sun rises and you completely ignore it and no i'm sorry I, hours... I mean i wake up with my son oh with
0: the... when he okay. wakes up i wake up okay and your
1: son how old is your son
0: my son is uh he's 17 so he's a teenager you know
1: okay, so that makes sense that he would wake up at 11.
2: Does he use an alarm clock?
0: I don't think he owns an alarm clock, now, uh, yeah, Horatio. The it's not the, it's not part of the things that I make disappear. Okay. So he, he wouldn't have one of those. He's got many wallets and watches, though. A lot of purses doesn't use them, though. But and they're is,
1: there. Is, he, is he performing these tricks or are you performing these tricks and giving the uh, the result of the tricks to him?
0: Uh, the, the latter but i've also you know shared the wisdom i hope for him to you know keep the family tradition alive
1: oh was your was your mom or dad a a magician as well
0: uh that's right my my dad was a magician uh he spent uh, 20 years in jail oh
1: wow oh i'm sorry to hear yeah. that
0: he's still working on the escape yeah
1: that seems like it would be the ultimate magic trick
0: that's what he said when he went in he said son i know this is going to be tough on us but when I get out, this will be my ultimate magic trick.
1: Right, and I do remember uh, when that happened. We were we were friends, and uh, he kind of played it like he was going in on purpose to jail uh, to make a great escape, if you will. That's right. But I remember an extended uh, time in court. Uh, I mean, we talked that was about friend court. court, Stefan. Was it friend court? Because that prosecutor seemed out for blood.
0: Well. Uh... I'm a little upset that you're bringing that up right now, but... Uh, I'm sorry. It's 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 quite a hard part of my life to talk about. Um, well, if you must, um, yes, I suppose the judge seemed a bit angry for somebody who's just performing a magic trick.
1: Well, yeah, I do remember the prosecutor saying, we want uh, five to ten years, and the judge kept saying, not
0: enough, not enough, not enough. Well, they're just negotiating the length of the trick.
1: Is that okay? Because later, when I was at your house after, and we were uh, we were uh, packing up your stuff before you went into foster care, I do remember seeing a like a a beautifully done oil portrait of the judge in in your father's house.
0: That's right. And yes, was
1: that part of the trick?
0: The uh, the oil po- uh, excuse me, the portrait of the judge. Poitwit. <laughs> Well, uh, Stefan, do you know where that portrait came from?
1: I would imagine from the judge himself. There you
0: go. How did so it end up in your house? That all part of the trick. All part of it.
1: And so your father is still in in prison. Still in prison. That's right. And but any day now he's going to complete the trick.
0: Any day we're. He's, I have full faith in him.
1: Because as a, as a family, you're not exactly known for your escapes. I mean, this is kind of a whole branch of magic. The escape, we saw it in uh, The Illusionist uh, and The Prestige, uh, probably in that one with Jesse Eisenberg that I can't remember the name of. But uh, your family is more of me. a... Uh, what? Now You See Me. Now You See Me, and Now You See Me too. 2. Now You See Me as well, if you will. Uh, your family's not really known for their escapes; more of their uh, street magic or or making things
0: disappear. So,
1: is your father in over his head?
0: Well, Stefan, you know, I think, I think what it is is that uh, he's after a record. Mm. You know, uh, he's after a record just like myself. Um, once I'm done with this Reno, Nevada trick, you know, I'm going to immerse myself in lava. Um you know, until I until I get that Guinness World record. And that's just what my father's doing too. So just He's to clarify, what record. what
1: record is he going for? Longest time in a magic trick? That's correct. Okay. And by immersing yourself in uh, in lava, what trick are you going for? Or what record are
0: you going for? <laughs> the longest <laughs> the longest time immersed in lava. Oh, okay. And no, uh, what's yeah. the current what's what's the current record for that? Zero seconds.
1: Yeah. And this is because no one has attempted it, or someone has attempted it,
0: and well, they yes, immediately it, perished. They've all immediately died. And oh, okay. that's where I'm going to be different. I won't immediately die. But you do foresee dying. <laughs> I do foresee, yes.
1: I guess uh, end your life how you lived it, by pushing the limits of human endurance. That That's where well you're going. Said. To. Well said. Well said, Stefan.
0: You. Thank you. Well,
1: Horatio, when is this happening? When's this trick happening?
0: Uh, this trick will be uh, live-streamed on Twitch. Um, that's going to be a month from today. That's November 18th, 2020. Please tune in and uh, and tip heavily.
1: Tip, okay, Twitch I, I, and... I, uh, I believe I saw on Twitch the other day some news that uh, they had banned your performance because they explicitly prohibit showing the deaths of human beings, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm sure you'll figure that out before the 18th of November.
0: There are some logistics we have to look at, I guess. Yeah,
1: they aren't there always? Well, Horatio, I-, I wish you luck with that. Uh, I hope you can stick around to provide any kind of magical uh, insight that's necessary future in the episode, but... Uh, it's time to talk to my, uh, my final friend for the day. Uh, please welcome to the show, uh, Kelly, a teen from a, the t- a teen movie in the early 2000s. Kelly, welcome.
3: Hey, what's up?
1: Kelly, how are, how are you? What's I'm on?
3: doing good. But at the same time, I just have to say, Stefan, I had just a really exhausting weekend. Like, oh, no. it was action-packed. Like, oh. literally, so many things happened.
1: Well, what kind of things are happening in your weekend?
3: Oh, my God. Okay, so it all started Friday night. I went yeah. to the mall.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Guess who was at the mall? Uh,
1: I don't know. I'm going to make a quick guess. Uh, oh, who should I guess? Who should I guess? Ricky Martin.
3: No, but that would have been dope. Like, okay, yeah. bomb. But, no, Ricky Martin was wasn't there. It was actually Justin Bobby. That's right. My huge crush- of the year Justin Bobby was there and he was hanging out
1: and did you talk to him
3: well I was working I was it was during my shift you know I work at Abercrombie and Fitch so I was like can I take my break can I take my break and my boss was like no you can't take a break anyway it was so stressful but then finally I was able to take my break I went over I was talking to him and stuff just you know had some frozen yogurt Mm. And, like, we were chatting, and he was like, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. So, obviously, I had to come up with a plan to make sure that I got to spend time with Jeff and Bobby that weekend. Of course. And it just so happened that my parents were at a convention this weekend. So, you know, when your parents are out of town, what do you do? What do you do?
1: Oh, you're you're, you're asking me. Uh, Oh, I guess... uh... I don't know. I'd I'd make myself a nice meal. I'd watch a movie that I want to watch, and take early to bed, early to rise, be productive.
3: That is so boring, Stefan. You're so you're such a grown up.
1: <laughs> uh, that's true. I am. I am a grown up at this point. I would hope.
3: Okay. So anyway, that's not what I did. Of course, I had to have a party, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Na- naturally. Uh, so you threw a party.
3: I threw a party, and it was. Okay, so I had, of course, I had to ask my two friends to help me, Cassandra and Maddie. They came over. We had to redecorate the whole place, put some streamers, make some punch, everything. So it was all ready. And, of course, people started arriving around 7. You know, there's music. We put on mm. some Smash Mouth. It was, you know, the ambiance was perfect. And then around 9 p.m., Justin and Bobby arrives with Jordan and, and Steve and that other guy that I don't know his name. Anyway, so we're all there. And like, I'm just sweating talking about it because it was so eventful, right? But then, Justin Bobby's ex-girlfriend shows up. No. Yeah.
1: Who Who's that? What's her name?
3: Cassie with a K.
1: Cassie with a K showed up? Oh, oh
3: yeah. She showed up and I was like, oh God, here we go. Like This is never gonna happen. Like, of course, like he's gonna get back with her and everything.
1: Oh. So, they—they they, how long have they been on the outs for?
3: Well, they broke up last week. Mm. So, so, it's been a while. It's been a while. Like, it's been a while. obviously, he was over her at that time, you know, like mm. Friday night. So, anyway, then I was just like, what should I say? What should I do? <sighs> I got too drunk.
2: Oh, no.
1: And
3: I puked.
2: Oh, no.
1: It was Did embarrassing. He saw. Justin Bobby saw?
3: Justin Bobby saw. Oh, my God. And then my parents came back from the convention earlier than they were supposed to. So mid-party, my parents show up, and I'm like, what? So anyway, it was a disaster. And now I'm grounded. So now it's Sunday, and I'm grounded for the week. And yeah, so. But at least I have my new flip phone, so. I kept my yeah. phone. They let me allow. Yeah. They allowed me to keep it. So. Oh,
1: so it's kind of like a light grounding. Yeah. Now what? Uh, you know, one thing that strikes me about this whole thing is that I'm very curious about what kind of convention both of your parents went to.
3: It was a it was a skidoo convention.
1: A ski. Oh, as uh, as people who enjoy skidooing, or people who work in the skidooing field.
3: They're like, <laughs> they're skidooers, and so. They're skidooers. Yeah, they're skidooers. So they anyway. really
1: get a skidoo
3: yeah.
1: Right. And so, so they went to and but why did they come home early? What was wrong with the Skidoo convention?
3: Oh, I guess there was like a thing that happened where like I guess my parents were like ah, We don't know.
1: A big sigh and then they paused for a while. And then what did they say?
3: They said um they said We got to go back home. We don't know what she's doing. I guess they trust me usually, but in that moment they were like, Mm. you know, she's been acting a bit strange lately. Maybe we should go back and see what happens. And they Mm. were right. It's parents' intuition.
1: Now, when you were saying goodbye to them before they left for the convention, did you, I mean, were you doing anything out of the normal? Out of the ordinary?
3: Well, yeah. So we did buy a very large keg that was Mm -hmm. delivered right when they were, like, heading out the door. But I was like, I don't know who ordered this gag. It's just they probably made a mistake. And my parents were like, this is weird. And I was like, yeah, I really don't know where it's coming from, like, what happened.
1: Yeah, and, that you know, that's my fault uh, because I was the one you asked to get the beer for you.
3: That's right. And
1: and they just gave me a much better deal on delivery if it was before 5 p.m. So I I couldn't pass up those savings.
3: Well, it almost blew the whole thing off.
1: But you, you were so quick on your feet, and you disguised it.
3: Yeah. So that was yeah. yeah. But thank you though for getting that because people were so excited about the big keg. Like that's how. Well, were
1: they? Did they remain excited when they found out that it was like a really good, uh, real hoppy West Coast IPA? Cause I ordered that. That's my favorite beer right now, and I was like, "This is this is what people need to drink."
3: I don't think people cared that much about the kind of beer, though.
1: They I, didn't care.
3: No, I think they wanted oh, something man. more sweet.
1: Oh, that that hurts me. I mean, it, there's de- it's, there's notes of sweetness. There's notes of caramel. Uh, notes of passion fruit.
2: You like the finer things, Stefan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like things that are fine, and I I like uh, you know I like something that you can drink a couple of and then be like I feel kind of gross now. but But in a good way like in a way where i did something classy so this party was on friday night yeah and your parents came home on saturday morning and discovered their house was a wreck
3: oh yeah like the couch was in the pool um oh my goodness yeah, people just wrecked the whole place. It got out of hand, and I was too drunk to interfere and be like, "You guys, you can't do this." I was passed out and puking and stuff. <sighs> yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. But and anyway, and what happened? What happened to Justin, Bobby, and Cassie with a K?
3: Well, of course you can guess what happened, right?
1: Uh, I, I mean, I'm your friend, so I choose to believe that they shook hands at the end of the night and went their separate ways with a mutual respect between them as friends
3: no they made out on the couch that was in the pool
1: fuck oh did they put the couch in the pool first they were like wouldn't it be hot if we made out on a couch in a pool
3: yeah they're really into like wild stuff
1: oh that's fucking monstrous i'm pissed off at at them how dare they they're so young
3: (sighs) anyway that's what happens when you're in high school especially when you're a senior that's all the stuff that happens all the time you know
1: yeah I, I can't even imagine being well, senior is seniors what grade what what is that?
3: Like twelve
1: grade twelve, okay, so yeah. it's your last year of high school. so that means that graduation is is on the horizon.
3: Oh my God, that's a whole other thing. Like who am I gonna go to prom with? like that's right. keep thinking about that.
1: Well, has anyone made any any kind of uh, pacts? I know. I mean, it's the early 2000s. So are we getting any kind of uh, virginity packs? Any?
3: Obviously. uh, Obviously, everyone made a pact that they're going to lose their virginity on prom night, Mm. obviously. Um,
1: Everyone in the school.
3: Everyone in the school. Every single student that's a senior made that pact. Um, So obviously, now we're all looking to pair up with someone that we would do that with. Uh, Right now, I have three different options. So, the okay. first option is Ben, the captain of the football team. Now, would he ever go with me? That's, you know, I would probably need a whole makeover to be able to go to prom with him. So that's something that would need to be worked out. Then there's uh Steve, who's mm-hmm. a huge nerd, but I'm also on the science part of the science club, so that's something that we have in common.
1: Mm, okay, And then oh my God, is important.
3: And then the third candidate the third person mm-hmm. that maybe i could go with well he's my childhood friend my neighbor uh wow. jeremy jeremy yeah
1: i'm i mean honestly i'm surprised that justin bobby was not on that list
3: <laughs> justin ba- bobby is out of reach and basically everyone in the school wants to go to prom. Well so is
1: steve and from what i remember steve was also at your party what happened what happened to him
3: Oh, uh, he brought me up to my room when I was really drunk and then he just, oh well, no, nothing weird happened. Oh, good. Um, he just, you know, made sure I was okay. He's a very good guy.
1: Wow. Captain of the football team and a nice sensitive guy. Meanwhile, Justin Bobby is doing, doing some makeout shit on your couch in the pool. Yeah. I think the choice is clear here. You he think so? Now, you say you would need a makeover. Yeah. Now, obviously, I believe that uh, a person's personality is the most attractive part about them. But for the sake of of your situation, have you tried um, taking off your glasses and letting down your hair?
3: See, that's something that I think I should try, right? Well, why do
1: not? I mean, let's, let's try it now. Okay. And uh, wait, but before we do that, why don't we... Oh, is it... Ha- okay. Before we do that, why don't... I mean, I like... Uh, I think like, we should put ourselves in this situation. So I would I would love it if we made a little scene here okay. out of this. And so okay. maybe um, I can play Cassie with a K. Okay. And I would love it if Mrs. General Electric played Steve, the captain of the football team. Sure. And Horatio, if you could play Justin Bobby. Sure thing. That would just be fantastic. So what we're about to see is uh, we're about to see Kelly yeah. uh, walk into school on the day when everyone asks each other the prom. And she has taken off her glasses and let down her hair. Does that make sense? Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, so here we go. Okay, so, uh, and the scene is beginning in one, two, three. Is that Kelly? Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing?
3: Wow.
1: Um, wow.
0: What, what a beautiful
2: lady.
1: Can't believe it. Justin, Justin, you pig who made out on a couch with me last weekend. What do you think of this makeover?
0: Uh, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. You guys- I mean, this is, this is like when we were losing 30... 30- to nothing at the beginning of the season, and then we brought it all back. It's a miracle.
2: You know, uh, uh, guys, do you think, do you think anyone's asked her to prom yet? Well, I, I, I don't
1: know. Uh, she used to be so ugly. Why would anyone? And Justin, how dare you look at her? We're going steady now. It's been a whole week since we made it out on that pool couch. You don't even look at her, you monster.
0: Uh, you're right. Sorry.
1: Okay, here she comes, she's gonna she's gonna talk to us. Uh, what's up,
2: Kelly?
3: Hey, what's up guys? Do you like my new look?
2: You look really gorgeous.
3: Yeah, all I did was I took off my glasses and now my hair is loose. Oh my wow. God.
1: Well, I guess, I mean, usually I, I don't like straight hair and I guess it's, it's fine on you or, or whatever. I'm
0: Cassie with a K. Cassie, ah. could you maybe take your glasses off? Justin! Don't
1: be such a dick towards me. Sorry.
0: Throat.
1: You throat bag. Get out of here. Sorry. Okay. We're not going to prom anymore. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Consider Um, yourself dateless for prom, and you'll never lose your virginity. Bye.
2: Oh, tough luck. Hey, uh, Kelly. Yeah. You're really beautiful. Can I? uh, Can I ask you if you'd like to come to prom with me?
3: I would love to. I'm I'm looking for a date, but now I have so many options. I didn't expect that to happen.
2: Well is there like a wait list or something that I could be added to?
3: <laughs> uh yeah, sure. You can text me on my sidekick, your phone number or something.
2: You know, you should really get rid of those phones. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna ruin your life.
3: Okay, but not now, because I really need them.
2: All right, fine, but, you know, keep that in mind. Do you? You should okay. A, you should probably get an alarm clock.
3: Oh, I have one. Where? <laughs> in my bedroom.
2: Like a clock radio? Yeah. From where?
3: Uh, probably Radio Shack.
1: Okay, and, and scene. Uh, you know, it was a great scene. I think, uh, I think Mrs. General Electric's personal agenda kind of came out. I don't really understand America. this whole
2: scene thing. You're doing Oh, uh,
1: we were doing a kind of a make' up about uh, what it's like if Kelly gave herself a makeover and and you played the part really well until the the cell phone was mentioned.
2: Right like, sorry, I let my I let my person you're right. I let my personal feelings about it come through.
1: That's okay. it's uh, it's it, you feel very strongly about it Kelly was that was that helpful to because it seems like you have two two young men who are yeah itching to take you to prom.
3: Yeah, I think that was really helpful. Thank you so much. Yeah, it really made me see like what I could do if, you know, if I just believed in myself and if I was just, you know, more confident and stuff. I think Mm -hmm. that's really what it's about more than the glasses and the hair.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. This uh, this really makes me feel like listening to uh, like a Blink-182 song or maybe something. uh, What's my age again? Yeah. What's my age again? Or Mm -hmm. I mean, back in those days, Simple Plan wasn't a problematic band like they are now. But uh,
3: I don't know about that.
1: Well, no, it's the 2000s for you yeah. So that's what that is. Well, Kelly, I hope it works out. I hope you find a date for prom. Uh, seems like Steve or Justin would uh, be itching to go with you. In my opinion, you should take Steve because Justin just seemed like a real asshole.
3: Okay, well, thank you for your advice. And uh, and I'll keep you posted on who I take to prom.
1: Oh, great. Thank you. Enjoy, uh, enjoy being grounded for a week.
3: <laughs> Thanks. That sucks. Oh
1: yeah it, it does well we're gonna take a short break and uh we'll be uh thank you to all three of my guests for joining me today and uh, we'll be right back after this this message one message
0: i'm tom zalatnai executive producer of the upford network and host and producer of up for discussion a podcast about great food and the people who love to make and eat it but wait isn't up for discussion a comedy podcast it sure was but things change it's a food show now and it's a very very good food show Every week, I dig into a different ingredient, dish, meal, or cuisine with help from friends and guest experts who know way more about this stuff than I do. Do you like food? Of course you do. You're a person. So you will like this show. Go listen to it. Wherever you get your podcasts, up for discussion. It's a food podcast now, brought to you by the Upford Network.
1: Carmen what uh, what was the inspiration for this character? Um,
2: my fiance has a clock radio on his bedside table. Okay. <laughs> that, that I'm always dusting because it collects so much dust. Yeah, so does mine. And yes, as most of them do, I think at this point. Um so that's it just came from that and then I I was thinking of names and I was like look I like went into the I got really caught up in looking up vintage radio clock radios. Mm. So I, and I found General Electric. I thought that would be the best.
1: I'm sure there's a lot of like really beautiful vintage Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, for clock sure.
1: radios. Yeah. Mine's like a piece of shit you would get when you're 12 and think was really cool and I still have it 20 years later.
2: But it tells the uh, time, which is good.
1: It does. Does does your fiance not <laughs> no, it, tell the time?
2: It does. It does. Okay. But he, yeah, it doesn't flash twelve. But I've I've seen. I feel like my parents have a clock radio somewhere that just flashes one number.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's pretty common. But you're I would assume that your fiance uses his phone to wake up. In the
2: he morning. uses his phone for his alarms. He does not listen to the radio on his clock radio. Um, it's uh, it's really just. A desk collector
1: it kind of is a bygone era but i think
2: i really do think that people like now people not wanting to like have their phones next to their heads mm. to match and yeah and the whole spying thing is gonna it might there might be a comeback for clock radios
1: that's true i am curious about those lights that like uh like the sun lamps that like slowly get brighter in the morning to wake you up
2: oh
3: interesting
1: it's supposed to be like like the sun is rising but it's it's fake
3: yeah those are cool do
2: That's you have cool. one mp
3: no but i was looking at them um because apparently it helps with like a smoother like just waking yeah. up with
1: um mp yes that uh you know i felt like i was in high school again it Not was
3: forever. i i'm sorry i just started talking and i couldn't stop and i was like no no, 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 no it was... stop me no no <laughs> i apologize
1: it was it was good i thought it was very very in character um when i say like when i was in high school i mean if i had been like popular and invited to parties but
3: uh, <laughs> i i yeah did I, that
1: ring true to who you were in high school
3: no i was definitely more nerdy and didn't really have parties or anything so, so
1: you would have chosen the science club boy
3: probably yeah
1: probably. did you go to your prom i did and was it fun
3: uh i yeah it was fun but i just went with friends i didn't have a date yeah. or anything like it was just all of my girlfriends and stuff and yeah i guess it was okay i don't That's really fun. remember
1: because cause of drinking or no it's just went
3: by with... really fat like I, it was just a dance people make yeah. a big deal about it like in the states
2: i feel like
3: yeah
1: yeah yeah for sure i don't know i, I i've I was the uh, designated driver on my prom oh, uh, because I was not comfortable with drinking. So I was like, this is a good way I can get out of drinking uh, without having to <laughs> to do anything weird. But uh, yeah, prom is a, a weird time. I would probably look terrible in that suit. <laughs> I don't know. There was this uh, this girl at my school decided that instead of having a dress that would like lace up in the back or one that would zip up in the back, she would uh, get a number of back piercings and lace the dress into her back piercings. Oh my um, god! It was intense. Yeah. That's intense.
2: Wow. But, uh, you think she still has them.
1: I hope so. I hope they're just like <laughs> under her clothes at all times. Yeah. And are like you have weird lumps on your back. She's like, no, they're my prom piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know, um, Jiva. You're. Uh, have you ever played Magic: The Gathering?
0: Have I ever played it? No, I've never played Magic: The Gathering. All right, next question. Have you ever stolen from someone?
1: <laughs> as
0: Horatio, many, many times. Yes. As uh, As Jiva, uh, I have shoplifted in my life. Yes.
1: Ooh, when you were younger. Yeah. yeah. What did you steal yesterday?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was younger, one day younger than this. What'd you take? Oh, um, it, like a hoodie once. Uh, oh, and
1: where and where did you take it from and what address was it at? And
0: Yeah, this was uh, when I was younger. We, we were just like, we'd go to this, uh, I guess it's the, uh, kind of like a mall, but really the whole point of the place was to like meet up and play games and stuff like that, like Counter-Strike and all of that kind of thing. Okay. And they also had like a, a random store that had stuff like uh, – you know, figurines and and hoodies and stuff like that. So I just remember one day we walked in, and just walked out with the hoodies under our, <laughs> under our shirts.
1: This whole story is bizarre from the mall where you play Counter-Strike to the store that has figurines, figurines
3: and, and hoodies. Hoodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's, uh, What a childhood you
0: had. Yes, oh it goodness. was different. Yeah, <laughs> different
1: childhood. Uh, all right, so now is the <laughs> good segue. All right. Uh, we're gonna talk about what everyone has going on let's start with uh mp uh do you have any kind of like online shows or if not maybe you've seen a movie you liked or a book you read or or something uh that you could recommend to the people out there
3: uh no i don't have anything to to plug personally uh what something i've seen or sure
1: whatever you want this is your time we did all. We did a. We did fifty six big minutes of my time, and now you get a thirty second window to talk about whatever you want to talk about.
3: Uh, what are people plugging usually? My ah,
1: people. Uh, last episode, someone plugged Lovecraft Country, the TV show. People plug uh, if they're doing like a Zoom improv show, TV shows they've watched. You don't have to plug anything if you
3: don't want. Oh, but well, all weekend I watched uh, Vikings.
1: Oh, I've heard it's really good.
3: It's very good. Highly okay. recommend.
1: Plug for the Vikings. All right, Carmen, what do you have? Anything?
3: Um, I've been
2: uh, a regular on James McGee's At Home oh, with yeah, James. Uh, yes. I play a character. I play my twin brother, Connor Rose. <laughs>
1: Connor Rose. Yeah. So that ha- And you have an Instagram account for that?
2: Yes, it's at Coming Up Connor, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Connor.
3: What's the,
1: uh, in, Oh, it's the the pop star of the movie where he plays the pop star connor for real yeah
3: oh yeah i, don't I don't know, know connor I yeah
1: it's a very funny movie yeah very is. good so check out at home with james uh i believe it's tuesday to sundays or something like now that. now
2: it's mondays wednesdays and fridays
1: okay and at he did 9 p.m on with the sunday morning show
2: and he did and he's he'll it's once a month sunday and once a month sat sunday morning and once a month saturday night
1: Oh my goodness! What a complicated schedule. Yeah. Uh, well, watch that, but only when Carmen's on. Yeah. Or when I'm on. Those are the those are the times. Uh, Jiva, you have the floor. Anything uh, you want to talk about?
0: Hey, uh, nothing to plug. Thanks uh, for the invite on the podcast. Fun. Hey, anytime. <laughs> anytime you want to
1: come back. About every uh, ten episodes or so. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's what it's working out to in terms of repeat guests. So, uh, great. That's uh, a very smooth round of doing all the, the stuff we want to talk about. Uh, thank you, Carmen. Thank you, MP. And thank you, Jiva, for doing the show. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's been some good friends for another week. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I to them for podcast time. Those were friends on my show.